the tabletop Take away Game mechanics on display Three designers share the stage Pick a genre and we'll play The tabletop Take away Welcome back to the Tabletop Takeaway. I'm Charlie McCarran. I'm Trevor Muller-Hegel. And I'm Ananda Gunaratna. And this time on the Tabletop Takeaway, our theme is co-op games. Well, our mechanism is co-op games. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad. Hey! I'm glad uh, you can keep me in check here. You know, we're not yeah. playing chess yet, but... You, oh, wait, we did. Oh, <laughs> we good. Did. We did. We did, Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, for this series, um, we each picked a game, and the game I chose is The Crew Mission Deep Sea, which is the follow-up to The Crew Quest for Planet Nine, um, which is one of my favorite games of all time. Oh, I, d- I didn't know it had that subtitle, The Quest for Planet Nine? Yep. Oh. It was the original. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I always thought it was just The Crew. Well, yeah. I guess that was too generic. They needed something... That one's in space. This one is underwater. Under the sea. Yep. <laughs> Don't come after us. It's fine. Um, so the Mission Deep Sea expansion, uh, a lot of people would arguably say is even better. Um, I played the first one during COVID. Uh, I think my friends and I went through all 50 missions online. And oh, wow. So this one I haven't played as much, but I already love it. Um, so the crew for those who aren't familiar, is a cooperative trick-taking game, which is the first and only one I can think of um, that's cooperative. Yeah, purely cooperative. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a lot of team-based trick-takers, which we were talking about. Um, you know, maybe that's one of the draws of trick-taking. Um, and, yeah, trick-taking, if you're not familiar, basically everyone has a hand of cards dealt out to them at the beginning, and then often you make some sort of bid on what you think you can do with your hand. And then players go around one at a time playing cards into the trick, which is basically everyone gets one card into this pile. And then usually whoever has the highest number that matches the suit will win the trick for themselves. And so why the crew is brilliant, it's got a cooperative aspect. So each person has a certain a mission that they're trying to do. Uh, which might be like, I have to win the green five. And so you get to work together, but you can't really say what's in your hand. Um, The only form of communication is you get to show one card in your hand and tell players if it's the highest or the lowest or the only card you have of that suit. And so even just that little bit of communication really makes this game work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah, that's that's one thing that's kind of interesting to me because, um, so in, in co-op games, uh, co-op games are generally either they have an information economy or they don't. An information economy being um, some method of controlling players' information. Um, often, players can spend some sort of limited resource to communicate with other players. And um, the interesting thing about the crew is the commu- the communication seems very limited because you can only do one piece of information, but it still works. Like. I look at uh, other games like um, Hanabi or Letter Jam, where mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. you have a lot more freedom in communicating things. I mean, it's still limited, but uh, fewer limits. But uh, the crew, I think, has the least 
communication and, and yet it still works. So I'm kind of wondering if you're making an information economy game, how much communication do you actually need? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can really start going into like the mind and the game and things like that that have a very similar flow to it. The mind being you can't communicate anything. Right. Yeah. And so like trying to get through the mind is a feat. Yeah. And um, but I will say like all these games, even though you're limited on communication, there's still a lot of laughing and oh, yeah. like our games of the crew aren't silent either. So I'm yeah. I was trying to think like what is it that we're actually saying but not revealing. Mm, sure. We're still like kind of laughing and like oh I hope oh man you know, yeah. I hope you remember this thing and you see us both yeah. sweating as you put down a card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you you can still talk. You just can't um, give any actual information. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I I'm a big fan of uh, taking a very traditionally competitive game and like you having to flip that in your mindset. Like, oh, I don't have to mislead people with my cards. In fact, I want them to know what I have. So how do I communicate that with my actions? Mm-hmm. And like, okay, well, I don't want to take this, even though I could, even though in a normal trick taking game, I would want to take this. Because maybe I have, you know, all of a suit. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to take all these. It's like, wait, I can only get two tricks this time? Oh, God. Okay, well, I need to take one, then two, and then help. hopefully someone else can take it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they'll play a submarine or something. But Yeah. And I, I think, like, um, I, I've always kind of thought, like, oh, I'm not that into cooperative games. But then when I started thinking about some of the games I really love, uh, yeah, I actually do like quite a few cooperative games, and I think it does have to do with the information economy aspect. Because like, I love the crew, I love Hanabi, um, and I uh, like Mysterium, for example. That's another mm, one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, where it's if you haven't played that, it's like Dixit um, art cards and one Dixit player's clue. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, one person's trying to tell the details of how they got killed, and right. you're trying to find the suspect, the location and stuff. Yeah. Um, Which is not one of the players. Right. Um, yeah, so one player. It's not like a hidden traitor thing. It's like there's some. Yeah. Some yeah, there's a, the ghost role. Right. Yeah, uh, can't talk to the players. But the investigators give... did not murder the ghost either. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> Plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> Uh, there is obs- there is obscurio which is also in that vein and there is a traitor in that one i believe oh. so it's a bit yeah. of a different thing mm-hmm. i think yeah I, I guess circling back to trick taking even though we're talking about co-op games but um like what one of one of i think the things about trick taking games is um i, I think for a, a trick taking game to be good there have to be times when you want to lose a trick yeah um, and I think, uh, in the crew, um, that's definitely the case because to complete the mission, you very much need to lose specific tricks. Yeah. Specific mm-hmm. times almost depending yeah. on your cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And unlike, um, I was saying to you guys with trick takers, there's like something inherently not fun about the fact that you're losing three fourths of the times if you're playing, say, oh, yeah. right. hearts at four players. But yeah, you're right. Like the losing the trick has to be a, a part of it. Too, yeah, I think. Oh, for sure. And like 
for other trick-taking games, you know, it's hard when you don't lose or when you don't win the trick when you normally just need more tricks to get more points. Mm -hmm. uh, but this, like, losing at the right time feels really good. It's like, oh, my God, I hope someone has the card that beats this. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't even feel like losing, really, because no. you, you, you're all on a team. So if someone wins the trick... Yeah. Then if the know, correct person won the trick, then your, you won. Your your mm -hmm. team won the trick. The question is, you know, did it go to the right person? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and maybe this is uh, it's making me think of a broader thing that makes cooperative games work is when there's fun goals. I think. Yeah. Of like this is our target. Uh, you know, in Trevor's case, he had to bid a certain amount on like I'm going to win three tricks. Exactly three tricks. Yeah. No more, no less. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, and. The fact that um, specifically Mission Deep Sea of the crew has really unique type goals that mm -hmm. we each get, uh, I think that helps a lot. And sometimes co-op games are like very big and expansive, and it's like just yeah. survive all these rounds, and then you'll win. Or defeat all the enemies. Yeah, defeat yeah. all the enemies. But I, I do think there's something to be learned from the crew in that like, if you give specific fun goals for each player to do mm -hmm. i think that's a, a good design yeah, yeah I like principle that. i like that yeah I, I guess um in general another thing about co-op when you're designing co-op games another thing to watch out for is if someone messes up and loses the game for everyone like how does that feel for them because yeah. that, that didn't happen in the games we played of the crew because we did quite well yeah, um we, we're, we're good but uh, it could easily happen, right? Someone oh, plays yeah. the wrong card. I took an extra trick or didn't take enough tricks. Right. And then yeah. it's like, oh, oh, no, I lost the game for everyone. I feel so bad. Um, now, that didn't happen for us, but I, I suspect, um, like, one one nice thing about trick-taking is you're required to follow suit. Right. So if you do mess up, um, you could partially blame it on, you know, not having another choice, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. A bad hand. Yeah. And Actually, that's sort of one of my takeaways from the crew is if you're going to make a game that's where you could lose uh, as a team, like having a, a short game is yeah. really nice. And yep. like, like once you get up into the upper levels of the crew, you're going to lose more than you win as a group. And so, but the fun is it actually draws you back when you lose this and you're like, we got to try again on this mission. Mm -hmm. um, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of how this can play out and just how even the uh, the different objective cards are chosen is a really cool mechanic. And that's its own little thing where like you have a number of points, depending on which mission you're on, and you like delve the deck until you add up to that number of points. Mm -hmm. And then you just choose as you go around. And it's just like, it feels like you're doing this together and you're going on this. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to take that because of my hand. He's going to take that one because that's his hand. Uh, and I actually well, stole Ananda's yeah, the I first mean, you, one. You, 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 didn't, you, you don't know what, which one they're going to want. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And, yeah, you, you took the one that would have been yeah. great if I had it. But it's, we still won that game. Yeah, so. that, yeah. that was a, a very easy level. Yeah. And um, in the upper levels, when you do get, like, ten or more mission cards that you have to divide up, they actually have an octopus symbol, which means you can all talk about which ones you want to take. Oh. So that you don't get completely hosed by the last <laughs> the random pick. choices yeah yeah yep. that's awesome that's great yeah it it feels like it, it scales really well and like it looks like you know multiple players aren't gonna really change the flow too much um 
but yeah, like we found out that, you know, on a three player game, one person will have an extra card that's not played. So if they are the one that, you know, is trying to land a certain number of tricks, they will have a throwaway. And just being able to understand that and know that's just kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Any yeah. uh, takeaways for you guys? Yeah. I, I mean, I think my main takeaway is just when you're designing a co-op game with an information economy, you don't necessarily need players to be using the communication mechanics all the time. Even just once per game can feel extremely impactful. Um, like if each player can communicate once per game at just the right time, um, even in a limited way, like the way that you know this works with okay, indicate highest, lowest only. That's I mean that still feels like a very useful piece of information, and so you feel good for sharing it with people. And, and you you don't even know how they're interpreting the information. Like you just feel like okay, I told them something. Maybe they figured maybe it's useful to them. Maybe it's not, but I choose to believe it's useful to them. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you don't. You you my takeaway is you don't need a lot of communication to make a good information economy co op game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point about how they interpret it is you don't know how they will, which is really fun. And Hanabi was my second choice for um, playing for this episode because uh, I love that game and the laughter it creates when oh, yeah. you tell someone like, ah, you have two red cards. And then they're like, what What do you, am I supposed to play one of these red cards? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, some ambiguity is really fun in the, these kind of co-op games with information oh, for sure. economy. For sure, for sure. Uh, I think, uh, so my takeaway uh, is going to be to, it's, it's kind of a more broad general takeaway, uh, but from a designer standpoint, to not be afraid to really challenge a game's core mechanic or a, or a core mechanic for games, like trick-taking is a deeply competitive game, but the crew took it and made a co-op game. And... I think I need to remember that, you know, these kind of games come into existence because there's they don't exist, right? And that sounds kind of, of course, well, yeah, it didn't exist, now it does. But, like, it's so interesting because when I was, I just had this switch in my head where, okay, I'm playing a trick-taking game, I need to take these tricks, wait, no. And just that pause of, like, we're working together and understanding that, but not knowing what they had in front of them. But you can kind of start to deduce what's been played, and you can kind of figure it out as the game goes on. And I really liked that, like, you kind of see the picture more clearly as the game progresses, right? Mm-hmm. And I just, like, being able to create that kind of mystery in a very fast lightning game, like, mm-hmm. that's just a, that's a, great, a great little package. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, to try to, to succinctify my, uh, my takeaway, I don't know if I can... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's taking ideas and running with them in a new direction and yeah. not being afraid to do so. And yeah. having one twist on yeah. like it's really good for pitching your game too, I think, where it's like, "Oh, yeah, it's a trick taker, but it's co-op." And right. there's 50 missions. Whoa. And, it's a campaign yeah. game? 50 is a large number. 50 yeah. is a large number. And we like, want 50 games of it? Well, let's see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, this is the last time I'll mention Hanabi, but <laughs> I, I always use that as an example of like, this is a very simple game, except the twist is you can't see your own hand. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Think about what that one twist might be in your game. 
but don't get too twisty because then it might not be legible. So like, yeah, use some reservation, but also explore. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Any yeah. final thoughts on the crew or should we? No. Um, uh, definitely makes me want to go deep sea diving uh, and find some <laughs> treasures and things. So that's good. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you do that, you know, and we'll come back for the next episode and you can tell us how that went, Trevor. How about that? <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good. Okay. So uh, join us next episode for Spirit, Spirit Island. Island. Ba, ba, ba. Hey. Thanks for listening to The Tabletop Takeaway. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. So please tell your friends and visit our website at thetabletoptakeaway.com where you can suggest games and mechanics for us to cover next on the show. Mm